1: Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or
0: wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to the Dal Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: The volume.
4: It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. The NBA season is kicking into gear, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play, like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting, and combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So, download the FanDuel app today start making every moment more. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday. It is Thursday, March 23rd. <laughs> We're coming to you every Monday and Thursday, Is which is Thursday. We all know it's Thursday. I didn't even need to say it, right? Y'all
2: <laughs> yeah, know yeah. it's Thursday? We know it's Thursday. Yes, you're okay. right friday uh, eve as we say in the corporate uh, world uh, <laughs> jesus
4: christ <laughs> Ah, uh, that's uh dragonfly jones and lejethro jenkins aka uh tyler and john uh please saturday we have got our next uh, interview episode coming out with the one and only langston kerman uh very much excited for all of you to get to hear that uh, but so we're just going to go ahead and jump straight into it. Uh, yeah, the, the Langston one. I'm very. I'm excited for people to hear that. That was a, that was yes. a fun episode. He's a very just funny Langston, That is the very bro funny. <laughs> yeah, Jackson's ready to leave us for Langston Kerman. bro. I t- was every, time, every, time, every time we don't get me started. He tells us. He tells us that he thinks he's funnier than we are. Don't get me started,
5: dude. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how I. You guys don't even you guys think you have a funny podcast? <laughs>
6: <laughs> Jesus Christ,
2: man. You guys think you know
5: comedy? <laughs>
2: no loyalty. No loyalty.
4: <clears throat> fucking Jackson's eyebrows touched his scalp, touched right. the very top of his head when we said we had Langston coming on. He right, was, right. He fucking, he's he said he's like, he's the funniest person on the world and he was making direct eye contact with Tyler when he said it. So. <laughs> 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 um, let's talk about last night's lakers game uh guys a lot of chatter out there about
2: austin reeves he's chatter. had a great last
4: five games very efficient doing a great job of getting to the line the uh, mayo
2: mamba as i've seen him be referenced to on, on hillbilly Twitter. kobe <laughs> ar-15 I, the mayo mamba before the pod i was saying he was
6: adequately liked, and then you throw these <laughs> <laughs> yeah descriptions but no i think I, bro, I, austin reeves like I I think Well hold like, on, let me let me tee it go up go for on, you, John. Go let go me let me
4: go tee on. it up for go you ahead, like in, like the the way that the chatter is going. Where do you guys have Austin Reeves's hemometer? Where is he on the hemometer? How <laughs> him is
2: Austin Reeves? Is he Timothy Shalomage? Shalomage. Yeah, Shalomage. Shalomage. Timothy
6: I think he's right where he should be on that monitor. I, I I was I was talking to Jackson before this too, like bro, like I don't necessarily like that Austin Reeves is the guy that we go to when AD's not doing what he should be doing, right? <laughs> that's not gonna Thank get you. us far. You know, gotta go to somebody. But but he's been great. He's been great. He's efficient as fuck. He plays smart as well. You know what I mean? I like him. I like he's. Just, I mean, solid, solid, solid fucking
2: player. Better than a, I expected him to be, too. Yeah, he he he's a he's a hooper. I mean, the the, the kid is fearless. You know, I I know we joke about having that dog nut, but that is like his best attribute. The kid just is not scared. He is he plays like you know beyond his years. Um, but I do think I do think that he is for sure getting the fucking Lakers boost. Like we got to be serious here. The NBA account posted a twelve minute highlight reel of this dude. Right. Of, of Austin, a 12 minute highlight clip, bro. They they posted it on YouTube. They tweeted about it like that's for sure the fucking Lakers stimulus package. We, we did it with Caruso. Caruso's a, a very fucking good player, not taking anything from him. But but, you know, like we discussed before, when you get that white guy who, you know, who, who is a favorite on a team like the Lakers, he's for sure going to, you know, be a bit. I don't want to say overhype, but the enthusiasm is not going yeah. to be the same if he was fucking, you know, doing this shit, you know, for the Utah Jazz, you know, or the Charlotte Hornets. Right.
4: Or if he was a black dude for the Lakers. No, I, I, I see that point. hundred. I mean, there's there's no denying that. And he's definitely getting the um, he's getting a privileged whistle. He's getting a whistle that, like, we'd all love to see Braun get. He's getting to the line 15 times a game. His last... Play, and I'm not... Look, I'm a Lakers fan. I, I love his game. Like Tyler said, I mean, I, I just... In the NBA right now, where a week and a half ago, you had Anthony Davis sit a healthy, pain-free game against the Rockets that the Lakers end up losing to really hurt them in a playoff race. Like, you love having a dude on the court who's just busting his ass, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all Like, we all love that. Any fan who's you know up late on a wednesday night rooting for an nba basketball team you just love to see someone who seems like they care more than you do and he's been that dude his last four games for the lakers 25 points 35 points 16 points 24 points shooting over 63% in that stretch uh, incredibly efficient and getting to the line at a you know again
6: that's 12 minute some, highlight some take numbers nigga
4: you know what I'm saying? <laughs> at least ten minutes. At least a yeah. ten minute highlight take. He earned eight. He, let, not, let's say he, let's say he earned
6: four, he's, and then he's he gets another Matt four Ryan. for being on the Lakers. He's not and he gets Matt another- Ryan. You know what I'm right. saying? He's not. We, you know we we're not. I, mean, I I think he's. Yes, the hype is bigger because he because he's playing for the Lakers, but he's still a really he's a hooper like you said. He's sure. he's a hooper. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and in this game, yeah, I mean like. In the fourth quarter, he has some big buckets, you know what I'm saying? Making smart plays, back cuts, all that shit. And then he'll catch, get the ball one-on-one, make a move, get fouled, or get a bucket. You know what I'm saying? Like, solid basketball. And also, bro, like, D'Angelo Russell, really good basketball. I mean, bro, I, I liked, I'm I liking what I'm seeing out of him. He's been gracious yeah. he came back from that injury, you know what I mean? So, like, I, I, this team is really fun. This is a fun Lakers team. This is a, this is, they're, they're fun to watch even without Bron. They'll be yeah. good when Braun's back, though. I'm interested in seeing how that works out.
4: I, it, it, it will be interesting if they manage to beat uh, if they manage to beat the Thunder on Friday night. They will be at 500 for the first time, I believe, since January.
2: Oh,
6: last 22. year. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: So, you know, but he, he's getting Austin Reeves is giving him a lift. Obviously, Braun would it would be <laughs> you know, great to get Braun back. At some we, point. we would like the Braun lift. We would, <laughs> like, you know, we would, yeah, I'm hoping yeah. for it. You know, we're hoping for it. Um, also, Wednesday night, uh, John ja Morant back came off the bench, 17 points. A um, couple very nice plays that let us know the springs still work. Yeah. Got a. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, I two guess I can't use that two. with John. Uh, uh, two hand body?
3: No, we that. can, Sorry. we can. It's all right, but, yeah. you
4: know. And y'all <laughs> see, he he was up like. When someone was being interviewed and he came up and was quoting some young boy lyrics
2: and fucking Skip Bayless and everyone were like,
4: he's quoting lyrics from a song that glorifies gun violence.
2: Listen, bro, if you have to Google the lyrics, if you have to Google the artist of the lyrics, some motherfuckers quoting, it ain't your place to speak on. I think that's a good rule of thumb, bro. Period. I, I really feel like it. Like Skip was wilding with that shit, man. Fuck that. Like, but I do think that you know, shit is being overblown, you know, by the skips and Baylesses of the world and all that. And I also think that shit is being overblown a bit by, by fucking Jaws peeps as well. Like, did y'all see the redemption hoodies and shit, man? Like, bro. Redemption like, from what? Yeah, Yourself? exactly. <laughs> exactly. Listen, bro, we were all very concerned about you, but I don't think anyone threw this kid away. I think we were all like, bro, you're a good kid. You do not be, you do not need to need to be doing this. You know, cut this shit out before something serious happens. And it seems like he's, he heated that shit and he's on the right path right now. And I think that we can just leave it at that, you know? And you
6: pulled a gun on live. You pulled a gun on live. Bro, you're lucky that it was just that. You know, like the the like the, the lucky the, David Stern's not the commissioner. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, bro, like it wasn't, you know, it, it, it was You pulling a gun on live was made. The smallest deal getting pulling a gun on live could be made. You know what I'm saying? Come on, G. Well, and I, I, I just think Tyler's exactly right. Like we grew up in the
4: '90s when basketball players were getting thrown away by corporate sports companies for having tattoos,
2: bro. Like exactly, <laughs> AI used to get airbrush, bro. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? You know, and like, and, and like Steven Jackson and 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 fucking um um uh, uh Tinsley were at the strip club having shootouts in the parking lot. I'm not exact over exaggerating. Google that right. shit. You know, didn't what he get his teeth right. knocked out because he got hit by a car and it flipped his ass? Yeah, he was shooting at uh, a car was trying to hit him, and he fucking emptied the shit, and they still hit his ass. Yeah, yeah,
4: right. And, and the <laughs> John ja Morant IG live thing was met with like everyone I saw just overwhelming concern. Like yeah. I, we're, we're like, not where we need to be on mental health and all these other issues, but like everyone's first reaction was like,
6: "Get him some help, man."
4: We can't let this kid fuck right, his-. You right, know what right. I mean? Like right. I, I uh, and I was happy. I was really happy about that. So yeah, like the redemption. I, you know, you guys know Char's an English teacher. She teaches. She teaches at Poly. She teaches at Inner City High School. One of the her pet peeves is whenever you hear the rappers or whoever talk about like. My English teacher told me
2: I wouldn't be. I wasn't gonna be the platinum (laughs) rapper. Hey, but 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 it's big energy on that shirt. From from that to 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 those rappers (laughs) credit, Rick Ross has one of my favorite fucking lines in rap history and it's about exactly that when he said my teacher told me that I'd be a piece of shit seen her the other day driving a piece of shit <laughs> like, like that is art dog <laughs> like I don't care if you're lying <laughs> that shit moves me but yeah I do think John's overblowing shit here totally with you on that but
4: yes, like, like it's the redemption from a dumb thing you did that you didn't get like that your consequences were objectively
2: very real. Reasonable
4: to yeah. more than reasonable <laughs> like, right. right Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: The, you know, that's all. Thing. I don't think anyone reasonable uh, through ja way I think if, if you were reasonable about this, you were just you know legitimately concerned for this young man. For sure. That's it. Uh,
4: um. Here's something that's a little easier to make fun of. Did y'all see the play at that towards the end of the third quarter in the Mavs Warriors game? Yes. Okay. John, did you see this? No, I didn't see it. Uh-uh. Okay. You're gonna uh well duck off social media for the rest of the day because people are gonna be bitching about it for the rest of the day. <clears throat> Before play going into timeout, the NBA referee officiating the game, in my opinion, very clearly, signals. Ball out of bounds, possession. Oh, I to saw the that. Warriors. I saw that. Okay. I saw that. I saw that. Timeout yeah, yeah, yeah. Mavericks. The <clears throat> Mavericks felt he signaled. It's the Mavericks' ball. Mm-hmm. Timeout to the Mavericks. You can watch the replay. It's very clear what happened. The Mavs came out and went like they were on offense. They're on the wrong side of the court. And I'm the Warriors. The, yeah, I,
2: I, I think the ref signaled timeout. Mavs, Mavs ball, though, and then they no, reversed. he did not. He signaled sure? Warriors
4: ball. Yes,
2: be, be, I think that, that that the whole shit is that they reversed the call and didn't tell the Mavs during the timeout. That's, that's it. Looks to
4: me arose. in the replay like he says. He, because he, he pointed first, Warriors ball, and then timeout, and then points at the Mavs bench. That's what I saw. Mark Cuban and the rest of Mavs nation feel like they got robbed. They, they have lobbed an official protest, uh, already with the, with the NBA. But l- listen, the first rule of boxing is protect yourself at all times, right? That is fundamentally the first rule in every sport. If you are lining up all five of you on offense in your end of the court, and you see that there are four Warriors on the other side of the court, it is your responsibility as a coach to call timeout or as players to try and figure out what's going on before Kevon Looney is dunking the ball. Like, I just don't understand bitching about this. You see, you're you watching the referee hand them the basketball on the other side of the court.
6: I mean, I, I can understand, like, in the moment being confused and she like, what the fuck's going on? And then you see at the end, I mean, it happened Mark quickly.
4: Cuban said it's the worst call
6: possible ever in the NBA. I mean, I, we're not I, watching it. It seemed like it happened fairly quickly to me, like watching the video. You know what I mean? I mean, I, and it was a clip of it, so I don't know like how long it took to walk to each side and all that shit, right? But like, it happened pretty quickly. And as the ball's getting passed in, then the the Mavs are running down court. But I I could see like chilling, waiting, like what the fuck's going on. Oh, ho- oh hell no! Nah. And then you make the move. <laughs> By the time you said, oh hell no, nah, the ball's already getting passed in, and a nigga ducking that bitch. You feel me? Like, I think I don't, I don't, th- I don't think. I mean, nah, th- th- I think it's more the coaches. More the the coach ref called time out of been paying attention.
2: I will, I, I, I'm gonna send this clip to the to the motherfucking group chat. Looks like the ref for sure called mass ball on it.
5: I saw Tyler on that. Motherfucker. Watch it again, though. Yeah, he he, 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 was, ma- he goes he signals his mass ball, and then he ha- uses his thumb. He like points backwards and says it's actually he changes his mind. It's Warriors.
4: Yeah, like he signals it's, in the moment. Close. that It's close. He the signals Mavericks first,
5: and then he he like points like behind his head with his thumb that he like is switching the call.
4: Um, it looks th- to me like a, like he called it. I mean, I, I it looks to how me close like was it's the
6: game. How well how was it? It was a.
5: It, it ended it was,
4: up being a like a
2: one or two point game.
4: It was a two
5: point Ooh. game because it was a five point game, and then the Mavs had like a meaningless buzzer beater three. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So. You know, I was I was with I mean, I was basically, you know, on 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 had the same train of thought as Mike had, like, you know, I was just like, hey, what can you do charges to the game? Shit happens, refs fuck up or whatever, until it was revealed to me that if Cuban's challenge is upheld, the Mavs and Warriors would have to replay the game from that moment on, you know, when, when, when that happened on the clock. And then I was like, well, shit, (laughs) like maybe it ain't just charges to the game because I think Cuban's got a case here. Like Cuban might fuck around and get a refund check from the game. We'll see. So um...
4: (laughs) So, I I don't know which which is harder to prove to me that the refs made a mistake by not being more demonstrative signaling that it was a Warriors ball. Or that that swings a basketball game when it
2: happened in the third quarter. Like if, neither
4: one of those things are are that convincing to me.
2: If 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 they weren't clear on it, I think that you have a case there because you know once I found out that that you, that they would po- they could possibly re- replay it, that intrigued me a bit, and I did some digging and I find out that there have only been two replayed basketball right. games in NBA history. Um, the first one was in like I think eighty two with with Spurs versus Lakers. You know, Ice versus Showtime. The second one was 2008. It was Heats versus Hawks, where the, the refs sent Shaq to the bench, fouled him out on his fifth foul. And, yes. and they, re- they reversed that shit, and they had them play that. And the most interesting thing that hopped out to me w- when I researched that was do y'all know who the starting point guard for the Atlanta Falcons, uh, for the Atlanta Falcons, for the Atlanta Hawks was that season? No. Nah. It was Tyron Lou. I've oh, told y'all before Yeah, I've told y'all before I have a theory that Tyron Lue is basketball Forrest gump, right? He- uh, totally. <laughs> yes, he played <laughs> with MJ. He yeah. played with Kobe. He coached Braun, was part of what I and plenty of others think was the greatest postseason team of all time with the 01 Lakers. Right? He was on the receiving end of Allen Iverson's most iconic play One in those of the models. most iconic
4: pictures ever. Yes.
2: <laughs> right, right. Then he leaves the, the the Lakers and he went to play with MJ. He gets he gets into coaching. His first season coaching, he's with the Celtics in the year that they took Kobe 7. Right? He follows Doc Rivers to the Lob City Clippers. He got he gets out of there. He goes to Cleveland, he coaches Bron. Black gets the boot. And in Lou's first season as head coach, he's the head coach, you know, of the team that pulls off the greatest comeback in finals history yep. against yep. the greatest regular season team of all time. And, and like, sandwiching all of this, I just find out tonight that he was part of one of only two replay games in NBA history, bro. It's wild. He's also only 45 years old. <laughs> right, right. And, and that's another thing. On, on a non-basketball note, On a non-basketball note, he was a freshman at Nebraska in fall 95 for one. I never heard of a hooper coming out of Nebraska. He might be the only motherfucking one. And two, if you're a college football fan and you hear Nebraska 95, then you already know, right? Like that's a team that many consider the greatest college football team of of all time. I'm an Owen Canes fan myself, but plenty of folks say the 95 Huskers are the greatest college team of all time, and in 95, when they pulled that off, they probably had the strongest case of any team up to that point, so yeah.
4: They had some generational steroids on that 95 Nebraska team, bro. Yeah, bro. they had the pure, uncut black tar steroids (laughs) at
2: that time. But but that's just Ty Lue, bro. Basketball Forrest Gump. An interesting dude who's always on the scene for so much historic shit.
4: This, to me, feels like more of a like L2M, like, hey, like, at worst, like, hey, this was, this was boffed up. The, the Heat Hawks one, that was the only one that I remembered. You have to replay that because that's player availability for 25% of the game, right? Like, I just don't see that being the same as, as as this situation. But but we'll see. It'll be entertaining as hell if they, especially with how things are on the West, yeah, That's if they the whole have to thing. run back a whole quarter like right? that.
2: Right? It's such a lie, jam in the West, like one loss can knock you from number seven to number 12, right? So I don't know, man. I think Cuba might have a case. We'll see. John, any
4: other
6: thoughts? No other thoughts, my guys. You know what I'm All saying? Right.
4: What do you guys think of... Uh, <laughs> I, sh- I probably shouldn't say this, but... Kyrie Irving, you know it's all square. Um <laughs> with all the dumb shit he did, for how funny the moment was of Dylan Brooks trying to do a jersey sot with him. Bro, what was him just kind of patting him on the shoulder and walking away without well, taking it. What was his it?
2: we we need that motherfucking quote from Kyrie on what he said about that. We need to read that shit word for word on what he said he ain't <laughs> taking Dylan Brooks right. I hold up. I am searching for that shit right now. All right, that you was look at a you, John, would you
6: take Dylan Brooks' sweaty jersey if offered? My nigga, what do you think, bro? <laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> fuck you me. Dylan can sign that motherfucker and hand it to me. I, <laughs> I give him the same pack Kyrie did. Nigga, who wants Dylan Brooks' jersey? And this kind of adds more like, you know what I'm saying, like what 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 Draymond was saying about like his team not liking him. I think the league in general just doesn't really fuck with Dylan. You know, there's a couple guys. A, there's a couple guys in the league that are just sort of generally him, not Gogurt. With. And you know, he he, he he right up there. He he you know, he's at the top of the ladder with Gogurt, you know what I mean? So does didn't surprise me, but
2: you got you got that you got, <laughs> go ahead. No, so, so, so Kyrie said, I'll probably get it next time. Not this time. I was really on to the next thing, my thoughts process wise. <laughs> like <laughs> Bro, so basically <laughs> you handed that man your jersey and it was not even on your mind to receive your jersey back from that dude. You were doing you you were helping a make a wish kid in, in your mind. You didn't even look at that motherfucker like a peer. He was like, bro, I had shit to do, man. I just gave this dude my jersey and kept it moving. Like, goddamn. Someone said it's just it's just laundry at
4: that yeah, point. Yeah, it's laundry if at just- that
2: point. <laughs> you just give a motherfucker your jersey and walk off. Ah,
4: Dylan Brooks, man. God bless. Uh, The must is strong with that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he is. He
2: is. He is. is, I've said this before about Dylan Brooks. Like, you know, this is the first year we're doing the Jerry West Clutch Player of the Year Award. We need a a Dennis Rodman. You always got some shit going with your award because Dylan Brooks would be a unanimous fucking winner for that shit, dog. The fuck is this guy on? Yeah. You doing bruh award. <laughs> the, the Dennis Rama. What the fuck? Award. Hell yeah. I love that. Actually. How did that, that even happen? The
6: jersey swap in the beginning. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he went up to Kyrie and asked for his jersey. And then Kyrie teated his jersey like it was fucking laundry. Like, nigga, I'm cool. Like, yeah, I think it was, Kyrie might have his
4: jersey off, and Dylan Brooks walked up to him. Okay. <laughs> Kyrie handed him his jersey <sighs> and then walked away.
2: <laughs> Dog. <laughs>
4: What's fun? What's fun? This is, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it feels a little bit like, you know, it feels a little fucked up or whatever. But the jersey swap thing is usually pretty formalized. You know what I mean? Like the football players all know before the game, like, okay, this is my guy. Like we're, we're trading. Yeah. Here.
6: That's He's what here. I was wondering. Was it set up like that? And he just it, said, you, no, like, that's totally different. Usually the jersey then. swaps are. Yeah, so yeah. that's why
4: like Dylan Brooks just sort of like maybe not knowing the protocol on that and just walking up to Kyrie and like, yeah, <laughs> it's like so funny to me. I don't know. I don't know. It's a little, it's such a curvier enthusiasm episode in the NBA. I can't even <laughs> like really wrap my head around it, but um, all right, let's talk about, there was a really nice moment. I know all of us um, were really, really happy about this, but Kevin Garnett doing, I believe Kevin Hart's podcast um, revealed that after Kobe passed away, he was one of the many NBA guys who, really reevaluated things and understood like kind of how precious and unpredictable our time on, uh, on the planet is and said that he patched things up with Ray Allen after that happened with Kobe. Um, And I, you know what that it really was moving to me. And I think you guys kind of felt the same way, but um, it's great to see growth like that from anyone, especially someone that's able to kind of share that perspective, hopefully with some, some younger people as well
2: yeah man um i appreciate kg for you know letting us in on that and it was it was you know the beef between them and ray was all stupid and it was just straight basketball shit yeah ray allen got tired of being on the trading block all the time so he went to the heat and then it's been this you know this this fucking beef with them and with kg and pierce and all those guys first thing where they don't fuck with him and it was just basketball bro like you know, good on KG for for realizing that you know this was your brother. This is a dude who you know you spent fucking years together with. Y'all y'all got to rain together with you know, and and then all that shit soured because he left and went somewhere else. And good on him for realizing how petty, how minuscule that shit is in the grander scheme of things. And good on him for patching that shit up. I didn't know how much it bothered me because when I saw that, I was like, damn, am I crying in the club,
6: nigga? Like you know, what I'm saying it kind of made me emotional. Like that was beautiful to see. I didn't know. How much that situation, like, damn, that, that, I don't know, but it mean a lot to see him say that, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like, over basketball, you know, it's a business, man. You know what I mean? Everybody knows it's a business. You taking it, you know what I mean, as a, as a loyalty situation, you know what I mean? I don't know. I I, I I didn't necessarily get that shit. Like you were saying, Tyler, it wasn't, it's just over basketball, like, which is a business decision he made for himself. And it just didn't seem like it made sense, but I'm, I'm glad that they figured that shit out. Because like you said, if something would have happened, it would have fucked with him. And just hearing them, you know, come to that realization that 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 was that was moving for me.
4: This March, protect yourself against upsets with bracket parlay insurance on FanDuel Sportsbook.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: Hey, everybody. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Well, like many kids at 16, I got uh, a car... (laughs) that uh came from my grandpa It wouldn't have been my first choice but because i was 16 had no money i didn't have a choice i took it and then i personalized it i tinted those windows i put in multiple 12 inch subwoofers in the back so my parents and everyone else in the neighborhood could hear me coming from across town and i turned that thing into something at first that i was like i want something better to essentially my dream ride at the time because i had a car at 16 can't hard to complain One of my favorite parts about car culture is regardless of the car you're given when you're young, you can find a way to make it cool. And that's what any young, innovative individual will do. I don't care what you're rolling in. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Explore a wide selection of luxury spirits, wine, and champagne at reservebar.com. Elevate your gifting this year with rare and exceptional bourbons, tequilas, scotch, wine, champagne. With personalized engraving, exceptional glassware, and more. From wines to whiskeys, there's a bottle for everyone. For a limited time, save $20 on your order of $150 plus with the code IHEART at ReserveBar.com. Right now, all
4: customers can get up to $25 back each day if your parlay of three legs or more falls one leg short. Guys, we've been uh, watching the NCAA tournament. Big games coming up Thursday, Friday, Sweet 16 games. What are your picks for the Sweet 16?
2: All right, so I think we're at the stage in the tournament where coaching matters a whole damn lot. So I'm going to go with Izzo with Michigan State over Kansas State. Um, I was just informed today that Dan Hurley is the coach of UConn, so I'm gonna go with UConn over Arkansas. <laughs> um, I don't even know FAU's coach, but always if we're talking coaching, you always pick against Rick Barnes. So I'm going FAU over Tennessee, and I am going Mark Few over Mick Cronin along with Drew Timmy, who I'm sure is a 42-year-old player coach. So that th- that counts there too. So yeah, those are my picks.
6: So I'm picking I'm taking Kansas State over Michigan State. I'm taking uh, Arkansas over UConn. I'm taking Tennessee over FAU, and I'm taking UCLA over Gonzaga. That's basically the exact opposite of what Tyler's taking thinking. We'll see what happens with that.
4: Two men enter. Only one shall leave. <laughs> with a parlay, you can turn a small bet into a slam dunk. <laughs> And with cash out, you're calling the shots. You can close out your bet whenever you want before the game is over. Just sign into your FanDuel Sportsbook account or go to FanDuel.com slash J -j to sign up today. That's FanDuel.com slash J-A-N-D-J. Make every moment more with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Disclaimer: Must be twenty-one and over in select states. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus bet twenty-five dollars per day, unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one-eight hundred Gambler. Hope is here. Moving off of sports and onto nonsense. Um, Char sent me this. She thought this might be of uh, interest to our listeners. Headline. An alligator knocks on a door in Florida, waits for the owner to come out, and bites him. <laughs>
6: <laughs> hey, please give me more context, bro. I need more information.
4: No, we, can, we need more than that. Keep to you. There's the more. Fuck? There has to be more, right? <laughs> a nine-foot-long alligator approached the house of Scott Hollingsworth, who was watching TV with his wife. I First of all... I'm always so angry when I read stories like this. We need journalists to dive deeper. What mm-hmm. was this man watching with his wife on television when the alligator knocked on his door? Make
6: us, that put changes put us, put the whole complexion the room. of the evening. Put yes. us
2: in the room. You Is know what I mean? Is carpeting or hardwood? Like, I need, There's I need no no colors. Details. There's no color to be to, there. There's no ima- color, man. Imagine missing the final Jeopardy question to get bit <laughs> by a fucking alligator.
4: Was <laughs> <What's laughs> <That's> it final <laughs> Jeopardy? Or was
6: <laughs> God All damn. Right, oh.
4: The animal uh, banged his tail on the door, made a noise. When Hollingsworth opened it to see what the sound was about, the alligator bit his leg.
2: Got his ass.
4: <laughs> he said, quote, I jumped up and I, I, he heard a bump at the door. He said, I jumped up and headed over and opened the door, stepped out while trying to reach the lights and barely got out the door when my leg was clamped on and it started shaking really violently. The 56-year-old said that he had never had any problems with a wild animal before. He said, we see alligators behind our house. It's a regular thing, but they always keep their distance from us. Animal ended up being uh, killed by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Um, and the guy said, it happened so quickly. wasn't a whole lot of time. It was just total surprise and shock. I suspect I surprised the alligator as much as he surprised me. He was bitten on the upper thigh. And ended up Jeez. not having uh, not having non-life-threatening injuries, which the is a hell upper, of a fucking story. Yeah, the,
2: the upper thigh. That motherfucker lunged at him. If it was the upper thigh, like, God damn. Bro, and that femoral artery is right there, dog. Yep, like, yep, shit could have yep, gone yep, real yep, bad. Yep. Uh, ooh, was this Florida?
6: Yes. I think you in Florida, no matter what, you got to just have a gun when you answer the door, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you can bring bring your weapon with you. Had a had a shotgun sitting right by the door, baby. You just never know, dog. You know, he what I mean, probably would have shot his dick off. Yeah, trying to,
4: try to trying to shoot an alligator. Well, he almost got his, his dick thigh. bit
6: off, not having a gun. So you know, it's you know, hey, you roll your dice. You see what you see what happens. I'm rather have the gun on my
2: side than just luck. You feel yeah. what I mean? And and 56, I feel like 56, that's right on the borderline where I think an alligator might, (laughs) it might, it might take your ass out up here, you know, all my alligator. Yeah. (laughs) Alligators are weak as fuck on land for one. They can't zigzag run that their jaws. Like they, their clamp down power is tremendous, but they can't clamp up. Uh, Yeah. You can
6: and you can you f- can with your hand hold an alligator's hand. mouth shut. Hold a fucking
2: yeah. alligator's mouth shut. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so alligators like they're s- extremely disadvantaged on land. But I don't know. I feel like fifty six, that's kinda that's kinda like the board. It might beat like, your ass, yeah. Nigga. It might get you out of here. Dog. It might put it might put them piles on you, nigga. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah.
3: Yeah
4: um all right i just the the story is not as funny as the headline but the headline is like one of the funniest thing ever knocked on the <laughs> door
3: <laughs> open the door
4: and just bit him on the leg
6: with the headline like that you gotta add color, color in the story man Agreed. You totally know what I mean? come on g get the scott hollingsworth come on jenkinson and jones and tell us what
4: tv show you were watching with your wife
6: bro. <laughs> come on we'll hey, do Jackson, a half hour saturday him? interview <laughs> he's 56 he probably i mean he might have nothing to do you know what i'm saying he probably chilling See what that, see what that, uh, get him Florida on a Saturday Zoomed episode. He don't be doing shit like. on the weekends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> besides getting bit by gators, nigga. God damn. <laughs> 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 <Shit. clears
4: throat> um, all right. Well, speaking of uh alligator looking creatures and violence, uh, I sent you <laughs> all the video, but uh, Takashi69. <laughs>
6: Oh, Lord Jesus! J- Christ
4: oh saw
6: <laughs> at an LA come
4: Fitness. LA. Guys, can you in come Florida up with as no well. shoes on? In he ain't right.
6: had no shoes on,
4: nigga. Can you come up with five worse places to get jumped than barefoot in an LA Fitness locker room, <laughs> bro? That's a that's a fucking. There's
6: I'm, probably my heart three does not naked white men.
2: There's
6: boy, that is that's a fucking tough scene, bro. There's probably three naked white men just staring at him. Get up, <laughs> seventy plus. Staring at him getting fucking dragged balls resting on the side of the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Leave the print on the motherfucking shit when they get up. Just nuts and booty meat sweat, nigga. You know what I mean? Just bad, bad. None. Of this, I don't want none of that shit, dog. Bro, but I mean but he's earned powdering it. Powdering his testicles, also, powdering his yacht sale size testicles. It, it, <laughs> if anybody's getting beat up in front of three naked sweaty white men in a in a LA fitness bathroom, it's that nigga. And also, bro, like nigga, you know, bro, cut your hair, bro. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you ask it. That that bro, that that hair
2: is a bullseye, nigga. You, did, you know, like dog, it's hey. it's it's silly. It's silly. I, I ain't gonna hold y'all. I saw it floated out there that Takashi might have set this up. He didn't. He didn't. No, bro. Did, I don't know. It looked like did they was see pulling his those kicks. Did you see bro, his but, face,
6: nigga? He got he, we got makeup done too before the shit too. be. I mean, you know what
2: I mean? You take an ass and you know for for promo. Plenty of people have done that,
6: nigga, bro. Tyler. Plenty
2: of people get their ass.
6: Yes, bro. I what? feel like we at the barbershop
2: right now, yeah. low key, dog. You know this. I mean, not- I just I just do not see r- a regular fucking thirty four year old UPS truck driver seeing Takashi at his gym and deciding to bring justice to him. You know I, I, what I'm I mean, saying? Like, I, 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 wow. I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a, I thought the dude who started it was like a
4: younger. Hispanic. They look a
6: little younger, like a, to me, you know, he not yeah. I don't
4: he know. He, you gotta be I
2: know a
1: who you're dumb talking about. motherfucker. There was,
4: there, there was a motorcycle looking dude in there, though. I know who you're talking about.
2: You gotta be uh, a dumb motherfucker to beat someone up at the gym where there's cameras. Everyone knows. Your fucking membership has your name, your phone number, your address. Bro, like, we, <laughs> there,
6: he was in Florida. There's a lot of dumb motherfuckers that would do some dumb motherfucking shit. You feel me? Like,
2: dog, no. I'm.
6: I probably have seen dumber. I might have done I dumber. I just do <laughs> not.
2: It, it. Like I said, this shit got legs with me. I just do not see a bunch of Florida dudes saying, "Yeah, you snitched on these Brooklyn Bloods." It's payback time. Like, I why? I
6: Definitely see that, bro. A lot of fake ass niggas is like, no. This is snitch. We gotta beat his ass. Yeah, I don't think you know what I'm saying, bro. Or real niggas too. I see a lot of motherfuckers making an excuse to beat that motherfuckers ass, dog. It's just we're gonna bro. It this. makes a lot we're of gonna, sense. We're
4: gonna track this. I'll say this: if he staged it, it will come out. Takashi six nine. Someone will snitch on you. Takashi six nine. <laughs> I saw.
6: I saw. Um, oh, what's her name? Uh, oh, they made a. The, they made a song about her. Uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, she. VJ. I think she's a VJ. Black chick um there was a song on oh fuck i oh, don't what's you, I can't even remember the niggas that made the song for it. Nigga. But, These are uh, the worst moments
4: being on a podcast I, when oh, he, John just looked up at us like someone rescue me and Tyler and I, I, I are like, I got I nothing I have no for idea. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs oh, <laughs> made a
6: song about her. Freddie Gibbs. Oh, bro, a song? Scotty Bean. Scotty Bean. That's all you got Scot- to say? No, I forgot Freddie Gibbs name, nigga. You know, you know what I'm saying? One <laughs> you feel me? So I know Freddie exactly what that feels like. That
4: felt like it took an hour and a half for
6: you, didn't it? No, I didn't give a fuck. We've been doing this pop for seven years, dog. i probably done that 14 times nigga <laughs> I'm cool but no but no but I, I was trying for me more for myself I was like who I, I want to get this out but no Scotty Beam she said that she thinks it was a um she thinks the same thing you thought Tyler she said it, she thought it was <laughs> they was pulling those kicks dog look at that shit again man I mean I, I don't think they wanted to like beat the nigga to the till he couldn't get up but I think they was just trying to get their issue on some popping shit, somebody was recording it. I don't
2: know, man. I, I don't know. I, I, shit, shit, shit looks like wrestling if you look at it through that lens. I'm I don't telling know. You, I, I, I did I watch it
6: again because I saw, uh, I saw another nigga on Twitter saying it, I watched it again. I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. I, what 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 decided it for me was his face though. When I saw he's, his face, I, I I'm was like, gonna say
4: the the my argument against it because I, I I can see what you're saying at least about one of the rib kicks looks like it might have you know he's not trying to kill him or whatever. But his face is fucked up, bro.
6: His face is I don't fucked know. Up yeah his face fucked up and I, I feel like I've been, you can stage fight. it without having
4: to go to the hospital get your face reconstructed <laughs> like
6: and, I, and I've been in fights where I've like where I've like pulled punches and I was you know what I'm saying like where i have like after I got my issue you know what I mean like I've I remember particularly kicking a nigga Keith stomping his ass out but I wasn't stomping him like I wanted to cause I was like I ain't trying to get in trouble trouble I'm just trying to beat this nigga ass for the one time so I mean I, 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 I feel like it, it makes sense to me dog he I don't think they was trying to beat him unconscious. They were just trying to beat his ass. They was talking to him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I can see some niggas doing some nigga shit.
4: It was a clout jumping, though. It oh, was yeah, like, for it sure. It was clearly a, like, for are sure. you filming this?
6: You know what I mean? It was, I'm <laughs> going to, I beat that nigga Takashi ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, homie shit. Like, I, yeah. I, I I would, yes. All right. Did you guys see the video of uh, Mike? Or I think one of you guys sent me the video, actually, of
4: Mike Tyson in hospital. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh my God. I don't think I why said did, that. Why did he do that grown man it. like
2: that, dog? <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know. He doesn't know he's 20. The, the, the neck nuzzle. Blah, 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 blah. You do that to any child older than four he years old. He doesn't
6: know no. he's not four, Tyler. <laughs> he
2: thinks so, he's four.
4: <laughs> okay. The context for the people who've not seen the video is Hasbala is like a Eastern European celebrity, shorter gentleman. He is a grown man. But he does not appear to be a girl. Like, he's very, very small. And he he is also, like, in the MMA world. I know that, like, he's kind of the mascot <laughs> for some fighters, right? And he really, but, like, according to a lot of people around, he really will walk up and cold cock you because he knows he's, like, a little person.
6: And he can get away with the shit. Yeah,
4: yeah. But so he's, I mean, I've seen video on Twitter a ton of times of him just fucking. Throwing I, a right cross directly at someone. I might push cheek. that little nigga. You still twenty, dog? I might so, push the hell <laughs> out his ass. So he's doing a podcast or something <laughs> with Mike Tyson and. He- He's like fake sparring with him, and he kind of caught Tyson like three or four
6: times, dog. And Tyson goes, Oh, that hurt. Tyson goes, Oh, that hurt. (laughs)
4: Like like Tyler said, he did like a three year old
2: neck nuzzle. Like, (laughs) I couldn't imagine someone doing that to me at 20, dog. And 20 is the age where you think you are the grownest of grown. I could (laughs) not. imagine a grown man giving me the neck like 20 years old. Mike
6: Tyson, too. Like, <laughs> I, I, I wonder if he doesn't deal with this more being the situation he's in. You feel what I'm saying? Like, dog, but yeah, I think I don't think Tyson knew. I don't think Tyson knows that's a grown man that he's like, you know I me. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> Treating like a four-year-old, dog. I did that with Somi today. <laughs> Today, bro, I did that with my with my baby girl. Talk. that is. I do that daily with my baby girl because I know there's gonna be a day when I can't. When you're Hezbollah, there's not a day. That day, day.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Hezbollah is that
6: how you pronounce his name? Actually, Hezbollah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I see motherfuckers on Twitter trying to cancel him. They're saying he's a fascist. I don't fucking know. <laughs> This hey, no bro. one is safe. No one is safe, though. <laughs> they call him that motherfucker a fascist. He probably is, nigga. He probably is. He I probably know he's Eastern is. European, right?
6: It's not, it's not hey, a far pitch. Hey, but listen, I got, hey, I'm going to tell you, bro. I'm not canceling it.
4: I'm not doing it. I'm not not doing it. I'm not canceling him. (laughs) I'm sure that I don't agree with him about one aspect (laughs) of the natural or moral world, and I'm not canceling that.
6: He got neck-nuzzled by by Mike Tyson. It's equal. He's a fascist. He got (laughs) neck-nuzzled, you know what I mean, That's a 20-year-old. I call it equal, man, you know what I mean? You got
4: to walk a mile in the slip. Those little and, shoes and, b- before you can judge a, that guy for being, being a fascist, bro. You don't know. You and look at the world from a perspective. You might have some different beliefs. And, the, and the, Walk a mile in them size
6: six Cs and see, see if you wouldn't be a fascist as well, nigga. Put on them two pants, nigga. See how far you'll make it without being fascist.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you, you give a f- fuck about the political beliefs of <laughs> Ass
2: Mula, dog.
1: <laughs>
6: bro, <laughs> I'm I don't not tricking, bro. I, just I do don't not, have dog. the do energy. Do not. Do better not. To do, fight, not man. do not. Do not. Do not. Yeah, 25,000 steps
4: to get around that track four times for a mile, bro. Bro, bro. <laughs>
6: I'll be fascist, too. Give, give my too. man a break. Uh, give him a fucking break. Bro, no. <laughs> he getting kissed on the neck by fucking Mike Tyson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying at 20? Because he thinks he's a baby. Bro, I'm sorry, dog. I'm not. I'm not tripping on. <laughs> on what his political beliefs are, I'm just not. I'm just not. I'm sorry. All right, um, let's let's talk about Hoka Gate.
5: Oh, speaking man. of
4: speaking oh, of abnormally man. sized shoes, oh, let's man. talk about this shit. <laughs> listen to me. You listen to me. I am a fucking conspiracy theorist about this shit. You think I have I'm the paid? times written down.
6: You think i
4: tweeted at oh, twelve twenty two p.m. I broke down and bought some hokas. At 1.25 p.m., the fucking Atlantic's Amanda Mole, who I love as a journalist, yeah. tweets out, Oh, it's super cool to wear Hoka's orthopedic shoes now and post a whole story she probably been working on for like a month. You really timing your fucking old man shoe rollout with the Atlantic now? You, fucking,
6: you, you think you think me you and, you and her can influence did, 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 did a tandem post, <laughs> the tandem behind the scenes handshake post. <laughs> We're gonna take over the world. Your oh, fucking IG post is from the yeah. Jethro
4: Jenkins and the Atlantic. Right, 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 <laughs> right, bro.
6: No, I, 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 honestly, bro. I, the initial, like the initial day, was sad. It was sad. It started off very sad. Rather came with me to front runners. I got my foot scanned, and I, I tried on every shoe, running shoe possible. I was like, bro, I'm trying. I, I said it specifically to the man. I want to do everything but the hocus. He he's like, bro. I'm going to give you all the shoes, and you make your decision. I asked him, I said, yo, bring it. Bring it. Hey, man, where the socks? We said, we can find something else, right? The hoka was the one. The hoka was the one, dog. I hated it, dog. <laughs> I still can't believe I got some fucking hokas, nigga. I still don't, can't, can't, can't believe it. But also, I found out I wear 11 and a half, not 11. I've been wearing 11 since fucking 10th grade, nigga. Well, shit, probably not ninth grade, you feel me? Probably, I mean, but anyway, regardless of that, G. Got the shoes on, got some insoles, my nigga. Took a, took, a, took, my, <laughs> took my hocus for a spin <laughs> <laughs> on the treadmill. <laughs> nigga, the best run of my life. Usually, like, my knee has to... I, I, I start off, like, on a six, you know, just to, like, jog and get my knee warmed up, nigga. None of that. You feel me? Knee was feeling good. Back didn't tighten up after the run and shit, bro. Look, Mo ugly, bro. I'm dead serious when I say it. I'm a nigga. I don't give a fuck how ugly the shoe is, motherfucker. This is this is this hit, bro. I, I, these these are the best running shoes I've ever had by far. I run on my toes. It's a toe strike shoe, according to the guy in Front Runners. A toe strike shoe. <laughs> I got some Balega running socks with it as well. He sold me on everything, nigga. Took took a took a ticket from a nigga, nigga. Like he he made a bag off of me. But anyway, regardless. It's a great Hey nigga, I'm telling y'all, bro. Y'all you look it? like a fucking
4: Christmas ham when you walked in that place. <laughs> bro,
6: he, he knew he was running it up on me, nigga. He knew, bro. He knew. It. I'm I'm going a, to a, a rob him of everything he got, nigga. Bro. <laughs> hey, I put the motherfuckers on. What's crazy is, I was like I was I was like, man, these New Balance they look kind of sleek and they were comfortable. I'm like, okay, this is at least something that I, I don't wear a New Balance for real, but like this like running shoes at least. But I was like, you know, this is something I could kind of fuck with, you feel me? And he was like, you know, hey, that's a heel strike shoe. And Rod looked at me like, bruh, you walk on your toes, you, you. <laughs> boy. You better get them hocus. She just pointed the hocus, didn't do nothing else. Her and her Air Max ninety sevens, the, the the Puerto Rican silver bullets and shit, like she, she like limited edition shit. She like get the hocus, nigga. But anyway, bro, I got the hocus, and hey, i I'm not mad at it. Like I said, bro, the way I feel running. It I, <laughs> yesterday I was looking at half marathon training.
3: <laughs>
6: i might be get bro this shit
4: this shit feels great feels a week great. ago you could not run the gator at the fucking retirement home
6: in florida we were about to With, send you right to. And now you're training my knee, for was, half marathon. my knee was trash bro my knee was trash nigga <laughs> and i've always loved running you know what i mean i like i not loved, but i've always loved it for cardio because i think it's the I, I get the most results from running and boxing one of the two you feel what i'm saying and a Stairmaster. they're one of those three. Yeah. But regardless, bro, I- I'm back, bro. Them shit's fire. But y'all can run in these in these shoes if you want them. The motherfucking cute shit, but nigga, you you are beating your body up, nigga. I'm it's hanging out with the it. Ultra Boost
4: with the um the game day insoles. Shout out to Nate Jones, the move-ins, um, move-ins, move of, friend yeah, of, friend of the pods the, the, the move uh, move insoles. I got a pair of in those insoles
6: too. They're yeah. fire as fuck. The, the insoles yeah. are crazy. I'm telling well, I'm, you. The shoes ain't comparing, bro. I've I've had the Ultra Boost. I've I've had a pair of them. My nigga. They're not comparing to them hokers. I'm I'm sorry.
2: I hate to say it. Uh, I'm I'm glad you you're embracing the fuck it let's get ugly aspect of shit because you are you a cute motherfucker because I do not understand <laughs> caring caring about what you look like when you work out dog I be in the gym not giving a fuck like yellow shirt burgundy shorts purple sneakers I don't care dog <laughs> <laughs> like I'm here the fucking burn of calories you yeah, know yeah. goddamn you know go go a little wild on the bitch like I don't be giving a fuck about looking cute when I go to the gym dog
6: yeah I feel you on that but I just I just don't like putting buying ugly shoes like I just I just hate bro I. Feel, that's a big fat ass shoe, nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I'm a child, I'm making fun of me. You know what I'm saying? Like every 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 single day of my life hates this version of me prior to getting them hokas. You I know think what I mean? the, the,
4: the the reason the reason that I'm not wearing hokas and the, that I am wearing Ultra Boots, and to your point, Tyler, is I if they were cheap, I'd be wearing them for sure. It's mm-hmm. hard for me to buy something that's expensive and ugly I feel that you. I don't like. You know yeah. what I mean? So the Ultra <laughs> Boosts are expensive, but they look good. They're me, cute. You know what I mean? Cute. Yeah. And they're cushioned yeah. enough that they've, you know, they've they've worked for me. But I literally don't know anyone who's worn hokas when they were running that has ever worn another shoe after. And I told y'all, I'm friends with uh, someone who's on the U.S. national team as a, uh, I guess I shouldn't say what this is, but yeah, as a yeah, runner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a Nike athlete, but they train at Hokas because they're just like, nah, man, that's the one. Like, I don't even feel it on my feet the next
6: day. Bro, mm-hmm. bro nigga, y'all know me, dog. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I like cute we shit. We need ad money. This is bullshit. But y'all know I like cute shit, dog. Y'all know me, bro. And for me to say, fuck that, <laughs> ugly me, please, nigga, dog. <laughs> You know them shoes felt great. You know what I mean? I'm like, dog, like, bro, crazy. crazy. I mean, I'm not wearing them shits nowhere outside of the gym, bro. <laughs> you saw uh, you saw when I was in the car you making said the video, you, you said you were I had shoe shoe in the shoe in my hand. The treadmill. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? I, I had the shoe in my hand in the car because they wasn't on my feet no more, dog. I took them motherfuckers <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? But on the treadmill, bro, running incredibly comfortable bro ain't none like him and there's a whole bunch of niggas that was saying bro i'm trying like in my dms like i'm trying to tell you and other people are saying bro are these that the cold like i'm a trying. try so i think like, like what she was saying like norm core is it it's been normal bro like it, it like people wearing these uh uh you know these old people looking shits like Solomon, that's almost kind of that's that's kind of norm core. These Solomon shoes everybody fucking with. I fuck with them too. I don't, I don't have a pair, but it's norm core. Like a lot of people wear this type of old nigga shit, bro. You feel me? There's been like that. Like 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 I said, members of ASAP were wearing Skechers in 2017, 2018. Ever since around that time, you know, what I'm saying when that people was buying uh what's those uh the, the Monarchs 2007, 2018. Like you know, it's been it's been cool. So, what she's saying had some, you know, some, there was some facts, but no, we didn't. It wasn't a tandem post. We weren't behind the scenes mm. timing up <laughs> my life experience. That was I, actually I, sad initially because I was I, like, damn, I, I, I'm a
2: hunker nigga. <laughs> I honestly feel that we got to give the dad shoe movement credit to DC, though. They were on that shit way before ASAM out. Like, DC is, is just, they are like fucking trendsetters when it comes to this sneaker. DC's shit. been Our, wearing New Balance, but I don't know about the dad shoe. I, nah, I, I've i never nah, seen him nah, wearing DC Monarchs. Was on Skechers and shit for a minute, dog. Really? Yes, man.
6: I have. De- ne- I bro, mean, obviously, you would know more than I would, but I, I've yeah. never. I know New Balance. I know
2: they had them on lock. I I didn't see them wearing no sketches. That's crazy, bro. DC motherfuckers was on retros when retros weren't cool. Like there was a time where if you wore old sneakers, that shit was whack. These motherfuckers were wearing like kicks from '92 and '98 and shit. Which, which you know, you'd have get you'd have got clowned anywhere else in the country for that shit. But that was fresh to them. Like, these motherfuckers are trendsetters with that kick shit, though. Shit,
6: we been wearing retro since, like, early 2000s. Like, I remember, like, yeah. yeah. they were on
2: that shit in, in the mid-90s, I'm telling okay, you. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. They yeah, was I the first know, motherfuckers yeah. I seen on Slim Fit Fashion, too. Like, 2000, it's the fucking Big T Dipset era, 738. Yeah, Wale and yeah. These motherfuckers, wearing, was, yeah. Yeah, was these wearing, motherfuckers wearing skinny jeans in, like, 2002,
6: 2003, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw niggas wearing them at th- that time period, but like, yeah, I mean, it was it wasn't a whole city; it was like certain people. But for sure, uh, but yeah, I, I just I I like I, yeah, I, I I didn't see I didn't see niggas wearing ske- sketches. The only people I saw wearing sketches was like ASAP and them type of cool ass niggas until you know they, it got more popular amongst the young folks. Yeah, that's crazy. DC doesn't <clears> surprise <throat> me though. I fuck with DMV all the have, way. Have
4: uh, Have y'all heard of Rage Rooms?
2: No. Nah. What, what, what type of white white
5: boy man? Yeah, is this? I've never. What, is what type this? of punching you
4: holes in walls type of shit? Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> you heard rage this? rooms?
5: I have. I actually ha- feel like I was one of the people. Who, I'm one of those people who's like, oh yeah, I invented that. I just like didn't like make like turn into right. an idea, you know. Uh,
4: <laughs> R- rage rooms uh, guys are like you pay money to go in and they have like bats and sledgehammers and there's like stuff in the room that you're allowed to destroy. So you could like throw glasses against a wall, or you could like smash. So absolutely white nonsense. hundred oh, yeah. percent.
6: Well, I remember like people would beat up cars. Wasn't that something you could do?
2: Like what? Like on shit old car? car. But um, <laughs> why? Why do white people have this urge to just break shit all the time? Why? I'm confused at that. I kind of get the
6: glass thing though. I've never Give taken glass out without destroying <sighs> it. Like if if, if I take glass, if I'm throwing glass out, I'll always yeah. crash it
5: in. the That's how I dumpster. invented. It. I was helping my friend's parents move, and there was this big glass pane, and we were like, "What do we do with this? Like, how do we dispose of this?" Destroy. We're like it would be dope if we could just like, it. chuck it in the street. That, we weren't like oh, yeah. angry people. We just want, thought it'd be fun to break some glass.
4: We Why'd did you- that. Like we had a chair that was slightly broken, and my friend Dan and I just, I mean, absolutely obliterated it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> In our fucking patio. Just like, so we stomped that shit out
2: like it was Takashi 69
4: paying was, us was, to I stomp it out. I was going there, but I was going to go there. Anyway.
2: I remember freshman year of college. <laughs> we had a parking lot outside of our dorm and motherfuckers would throw like our beer bottles out. And just break that shit, right? And, and, yeah, and then yeah. like we, we, yeah, and we'd hear bottles breaking, and we'd be like, "Hey, motherfuckers is getting it in tonight," you know what I'm saying? But uh, even then, even then, we were throwing out shit that we were done with. It wasn't like we were just breaking yeah, yeah, shit for yeah, no yeah, fucking yeah, reason, yeah, you sure. know? What I'm saying? Right?
4: The the newspaper I I was at the student newspaper I was at when I was a student at Long Beach State. That was our thing. Was anytime something broke, we would take it up to the top of the psychology building, which was the tallest building on campus, and throw it off the top of the building. There was a door to the roof of that building that was always unlocked. (laughs) So when we had a printer that broke, at two o'clock in the morning when we were done with the paper, we would just walk up there and just throw the shit into the quad off the top. And I know whoever had to clean that shit up the next morning was like, what
2: the fuck? Did this fall out of an airplane? (laughs) Cleaning up a fucking scattered (laughs) printer. First thing in (laughs) the morning. Yeah,
4: um, anyway. the fuck the, is the wrong reason- with college <laughs>
2: kids, man? We were fucking stupid.
4: <laughs> I don't know, dogs. <laughs> um, we, well They used to, so you work at a college paper. People send you shit to review all the time. So people would send us CDs because we're a thousand years old. And you got a CD that no one cared about. The game was always the back wall of our office was made out of like something denser than concrete. It was just, it was like the fucking hardest surface known to man. So if you got a CD that was like some fucking like pop band that you just were like, we we're never going to write about in the paper, people would just throw it at the back wall as hard as they could. And the, the game was like, who
6: could avoid the shrapnel of the CD exploding off the back wall? <laughs> one of my, one, one, one thing I hate about Apple Music is that. I don't see niggas frisbeeing CDs in the bag. (laughs) Do you remember niggas like would pull a CD out of their car and frisbee that shit out? Like that is the funniest, most disrespectful (laughs) shit. I I I miss that. That was the best part of CD-ROMs ever existed (laughs) was seeing them get thrown
2: out of windows when it was a bad album. (laughs) I, I remember my, my homie Frisbee Mesa's second album, Double Up, and that shit was horrible. Like first listen, you know I was with him when he copped it. We popped it, in, we let it run. And that shit was garbage. He Frisbee that motherfucker, and boy did we laugh. It was.
6: Bro, I told you about my nigga that was really happy about that little flip double album. You know what I'm saying? And I think like by the beginning, the third song in the second album, he was like, "Damn, Flipper." Grab that bitch, whoop! Throw that motherfucker <laughs> out the third floor of the dorm, nigga. <laughs> and it was uh, great because the form's so great, where it starts here and it turns. Right, it was, it was
2: <laughs> bro. I'm missing <laughs> shit, just. You you ever you ever find a frisbee CD and play it and realize why it was frisbee? No, I never. Did. You did that. I, did. I was it what was album and, and while shit song? is it, it, was, it was it was Eminem's shit after. I think it was Encore. Was was that the was that the shit when he was rapping like Triumph the Comic Dog or whatever? The oh, part? that was I that think the third Encore.
4: Album was before. when it became yeah because I th- yes yeah. I think that's the album.
2: Yeah, I remember finding that. shit like, oh shit. M M&M album back because I was an M&M Back fan in the day, boy. yeah, he was, was fine. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I came home and I played that shit and I found
6: out exactly that nigga why. Said, boo from the comfort of his own home. And re-frisbee it. The the dreaded double frisbee.
2: Dog, dog, dog. There was nothing. We're all the same age. We all remember the fucking, you know, five disc changers or whatever. Yeah. That was the saddest fucking sound when you played an, an album that disappointed the fuck out you, and you found out it was the end, and then you hear your shit change to the next, <laughs> like, right after you just listened to a whole album some bullshit. Like, that was the saddest shit,
4: dog. Do y'all remember? Okay, y'all like, remember <laughs> I used to be DJing with my fucking five CD changer. Right. I'd just be like, no, look, disc three, track four, boom. Just <laughs> two track I, seven. I,
2: Boom. Oh, when you had that motherfucker with the remote, you was living dog. <laughs> oh,
4: yes.
0: <crazy>.
4: Wow. <laughs> wow. But Dude, this- I could I could fuck with my brother from like across the house with the remote on that shit. Cause it was like probably some early Bluetooth technology. It didn't have to have the direct contact. So he'd yeah. be like, my brother would go into my room or something, and I could be like, you know, give me something to break or whatever the fuck. <laughs> So. Oh shit. All right. The reason I brought up rage rooms, uh, 45 minutes ago was for the following <laughs> story. <laughs> I just needed you to have the context of the rage room. So this morning, uh, or y- yesterday morning, uh, we took Maya, my daughter, uh, in to get uh, oral surgery. Um, she had to have a, pr- a procedure done on uh, both parts of her mouth. It was very difficult. And, um, I am for anyone who knows my family, notoriously very bad at letting people do medical procedures to my baby girl. Like the it's always been in our family it's a joke. It's like we take Vinny to get his shots. It's like, all right, Vinny, like life is hard sometimes, but like, you know, we can get through it and and like, you know, learning to be tough and it's okay to hurt. It's okay to feel pain and then we move past it and you know. And then then when it's Maya's turn to get her shots, it's like looking at the nurse like, better <laughs> Find a way to do this without fucking hurting her at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we we t- we took Maya today, and they had to. You know, they took her to the back, and Shar was just like, I I I walked back in the room after we'd, you know, they'd taken her back and everything. And I just got like, my eyes are filled with tears. <laughs> like Shar's just looking at me. I would have paid $1,000 to walk into a room where I was allowed to destroy anything in there. So I'm just saying it's a million-dollar business idea for anyone who has the funds to start it. For overprotective dads of little girls having medical procedures done, a rage room adjacent to the doctor's office. That's my free idea to you.
2: <laughs> I, I see the vision.
4: <laughs> all right. That's all the time we, we got for today. Uh, definitely check out that episode with Langston on Saturday, and uh, we'll see y'all
3: on Monday. Bye. 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 Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
1: Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or
0: wherever you get your podcasts.